Welcome to a loose and conversational quick and dirty episode. Well, friends, I bit off more than I can chew. We recorded with eight different people to make our drunk dialing podcast. That's going to take a little while to put together so that you don't forget about us. Here's one of those conversations uncut. This episode features the great Ben Wade. He is the second best salesperson at the second busiest farm implement dealer in Saskatchewan's third largest city. That's not all he is. He's about the most fun you can have in a 20-minute phone call when you've both had a few. Okay, trigger warning. At times, this is basically two guys from Saskatchewan trying to one-up each other with off-color humor. If that is not your thing, do not listen. This is not the Jan Canty episode. These comments are directed at each other and our friend Chris, who has no idea he's in this podcast. I give this warning because Jen was very uncomfortable with the conversation we had, and I feel it worth mentioning. Some of my favorite parts of this call are her subtle, horrified reactions. Drunk dialing was something we did where instead of worrying about all the technical recording stuff, we just recorded phone calls with friends. I hope you enjoy this quick and dirty episode. The complete drunk dialing episode should be out in a few days. Stay loose, friends. Welcome to the Loose and Conversational Podcast. Hello. Oh. Hello. Hey, is this Ben Wade? This is Ben. Am I pronouncing that properly? You are, actually. Oh, well, I, I did it for you, Dave. I thought it was <laughs> Ben Waddy. I did it for you. You know, after your stroke in the early 2000s, I know. <laughs> you, have to, you have to reteach yourself how to, how to talk. Stro- I did. The story I did. he told me. You didn't know these secrets about Dave. The, no, but Dave. That's how, usually every conversation, it starts with Dave. I used to go. How are you, Dave? Dave <laughs> blames it now on concussions, and apparently there's been six of them, but he's never mentioned a stroke, just his concussion. He had a bunch of mini strokes that make the Joe Biden strokes look like nothing. <laughs> Sleepy David, is that what we're going to call him from now on? I'd love to be called it's Sleepy right. David. <laughs> so Sleepy strokes, Dave. concussions, Lord, it's a, lo- it's a wonder you're still standing, David. It is. As long as it rhymes, as long as it rhymes with his other nickname, Creepy. <laughs> Peepy, deepy, leapy. That's the one dwarf you never hear about. It's creepy dwarf. Yeah. No, he's too busy. Stabby, stabby's not one of the most popular ones either. Yeah. Not true. Creepy and stabby. Poopy. Uh, hey, do you remember when we met? No. Jesus, am I supposed to remember that? No, no. But it's a funny story. I was just, I was oddly enough think- telling it just a couple of days ago. Not when we actually met. When we actually met, uh, that's not what I mean. I, I mean, well, Tamlin was Tamlin there, wasn't he? It was at his. Well, I first met you at at his wedding. I think he got. He's been married twice, right? Was it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. At his first wedding, which I don't even really remember. Is uh, he married now? Yeah, he's, he's married <laughs> he's again very, now. It was very drunky. It was very drunk wedding. Drunky. Yeah. I remember that. The other dwarf, drunky. But Chris wasn't drinking. I remember that. Jeez. He didn't drink at his wedding. What? No, he didn't because I Shalane should've. was going to kill him. Shalane would have killed him. Yeah, oh, Shalane. That's back. right. Shalane was his wife. He needed. Chris needed to drink all throughout that marriage to make that work. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't a great marriage from what I understand. Although I don't really no, know. It, but. It, it really kind of it kind of peaked that wedding day and then went downhill. And that's a lot of marriages, <laughs> let's be honest. Yeah, that's true. That's really true. No, it was Great Cup 2005. That's what I consider when I met you. You romanced me by singing me Rocket Man as performed <laughs> right? by William Shatner. Oh, that's such a great version, too. That's a great version. One of the best family guys ever. Yeah, I just remember you as this guy I sort of met at Chris's uh, wedding. 
uh, and we I were in Ryderville. Yeah, and you'd come up yeah. to me and you'd just you'd you'd have a beer or something. You'd just come up to me and you'd be like, "I miss the Earth. <laughs> I miss my it's wife." So it's so good. <laughs> yeah, that's I'll awesome. have to use this. I packed my bags last night. You've Which never one? seen the William Shatner version of no. Rocketman? Oh, it's beautiful. Fucking Jen. <laughs> Come on, man. Yeah, I... Jen's kind of a child. You'll never, you'll never go back to the, you'll never go back to the Elton John version after you huh. see it. Yeah. Oh no, it's William it's Shatner. Fantastic. You don't. And he's smoking. It's just fantastic. <laughs> you don't capture me at William Shatner. I mean, he's not. No, great. this is this is. I thought you liked pop culture, Jen. I do. This is like '80s pop culture. This is though. iconic. Well. This is iconic. It's absolutely iconic in the version. If anything, so, if anything, because Jen likes to pretend she's Generation X sometimes. She's made up this new <laughs> term for her generation. I didn't make it up. It's an actual term. What the hell does yeah. that even mean? I don't even know what Generation X means. Yeah, it's, it's horrible. Uh, but <laughs> if you, all these things mean. Is, is that ages? Is there ages involved? Yes, there? it means you're old, I'm young. That's what it means. You know what it is because... Uh, all, I know is, all I know is from uh, that everybody from the, the greatest generation, which was the guys that were in World War II, Successively after that, we're all just lazy and sloth. That's all. Yeah, we we've are. all gotten worse. So it's not Generation X; it's Generation Awful. We're <laughs> the whole generation. What's we good is the, millen- the millennials are starting to get old now, which I'm really enjoying. Because <laughs> the caller before uh, that just didn't answer their phone three times in a row. Uh, she's only a few years into millennials. She's almost uh, Generation Y, and you can really see it. They don't even answer phones. <laughs> Yeah, but that's you know what this this sounds transphobic. All this X and Y talk, I don't like it. You know, if there's ever somebody that has stood up for trans rights from before standing up for trans rights for was cool, it's Ben Wade. I was going to say, I thought ben you were going to say had, Ben Wade. Uh, often was, you know, um, when when Ben Wade used to tell, he used to say something like, you know, I just got a second going to the garage to work on my tranny. He's not talking about <laughs> <my> car. Oh Lord. <laughs> yeah, I recall great cop. Uh, ben Wade would go up to people and be like, I don't know what you are, but you got a nice ass. Uh, I don't think so. I don't think so. You're I remember he, once he said it to a stop sign. Was that was that one time you had was that was, he, was that one of your mini strokes, babe? <laughs> maybe. Maybe. <laughs> maybe. Do you remember when we were well, I remember great I remember the great cup though, and everybody thought he was he was just having a good time and he was slobbering, but he was actually stroking out. <laughs> I mean that's entirely possible. Yeah. One of my favorite memories of that great cup, and I'd just been fired like w- a couple of weeks before. <laughs> my job got eliminated, just to let everybody know. How many times uh, have you been fired? How many times have I been fired? Uh or eliminated. How many, oh, how many times has my job been eliminated? Or quite fired. quite a lot. <laughs> I've only I've only been fired for performance. Do you ever think once. that it's not me or it's not the job, it's me? Like at some point we Oh, of course you think that. Eliminated. Why are you steering it towards this, Jen? I was just curious. Yeah, Jen's gotta be like, let's talk about your deep psychological issues. <laughs> I met you after you were fired so, as well. Sounds like you're having fun. Yeah, that was the only time I was ever fired for performance. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, you know, no. Jen, you know, Jen, that'll be a much longer conversation than what <laughs> Oh my god. You're talking about deep psychological I, yeah, I don't have yeah. enough education to even deep. I don't even know the story that. I was gonna tell now. Oh, yeah. The first time I drank wine in front of Ben Wade, I don't know if he remembers this, but we went to Ryderville and we were having a good time at Great Cup. And then we went to this bar on Granville, I think. And I was beard out. I was beard out. And I ordered a wine. And as soon as I ordered a glass of wine, you could feel a little (laughs) bit of tension because I'm there with a bunch of Ryder fans. And then I made the mistake of swirling the wine and taking a sniff. Oh, it was like it was like a dog on a on a sick cat. He's like, what the fuck did you you just do? That's you just light the fuse. That's all you did that's there. The problem yeah. with your generation. Yeah. You know, I had to. I had to educate everybody that I. Well, I, all of our common friends, I basically educated 
that, you know, as a guy, you know, it is your duty to harass your friends. Yeah. That, At the time, you know, I thought, I thought without, and, and I mean, also is finding their Achilles heel. And most often that is questioning your sexuality. Oh yeah. Well, that was the thing. So, At I mean, the time, I thought you were just taking the piss out of me. Now I realize no, as you no. were, as you were repeatedly asking if I was transgendered because, <laughs> because I'd throw the glass of wine, you were just a man ahead of your time. Oh Lord. That's exactly right. It's very true. It's so hey, true. How well do you remember that night? Do you remember it at all? Um, I do remember it. I remember we went to, uh, didn't you steal a hat or something? That's or what I was just about to ask you. I tried to tell the story, but when I stole the guy's hat, yeah, yeah. I can't fucking remember it. <laughs> we were always getting into uh, some sort of altercation and Goose stole something. And then I ended up with a BC Lions tube. That's all I <laughs> That's remember what from it that. was. Yeah. I remember because we were sitting by a window and some guy made a face at us. So I think me and Shingus went out to do something and I stole his hat. And then the guy looked at me and I'm like, hey, that guy that yeah, walked by just yeah. stole your hat. So he took and off after him. <laughs> so this level of partying, did the riders oh. win the Grey Cup that we year? We weren't in the Grey Cup. Oh. It's never, a, it's never a party until some guy wants to fight Goose. It seems like it happens all the time. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, Goose, I think, is the one that usually is the bitter shit to start it, with. It, it is the common, he is the common theme in making yeah. people angry. Is it Goose from whining. Top Gun? No, Goose, he's from Camsack, Saskatchewan. Oh. No, he's actually from Regina. <laughs> He was in Top Gun, too, yeah. though. A different kind of Top Gun, yeah. yeah. He lives in Edmonton now. He stood us up oh, for one podcast. What a he, was in the, he was in the indigenous version of Top Gun. Yeah. Totally different story. <laughs> Which is, oddly enough, it's not called Top Gun. <laughs> no, it's not. It takes place on the Montreal Lake Reserve. It's, it's called Skoden. Oh. <laughs> I wonder if we have any indigenous people that listen to this podcast. I hope not. Oh, we may. You know what? Yeah. I, not now. Uh, one of our... One of our <laughs> One of our good friends, Chris Tomlin, is an indigenous fellow, and we all love him. He's a fantastic guy. Yeah. So how are things going in Saskatchewan with, with vaccines? So can Chris get a vaccine now? I think so. Is he? Is he going to do it? I think so. It has nothing to do with the fact that he's indigenous. It's his, it's his advanced age? Is he morbidly age? obese? No, he's got, he's, you know he's got Tourette's. He doesn't Tourette's? have Tourette's. Is Tourette's a... Uh... That would be fucking awesome, Tomlin, with Tourette's. <laughs> So he, he just, just likes to right swear at people. He, he walked up to that line and said, give me that fucking vaccine, bitch, yeah. bitch, whore, whore. Yeah, and, and, then, the, and then they ask him a question. He's like, don't you fucking ask me any questions. Just give me that. <laughs> That's just how Chris talks. I mean, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Maybe Chris does have Tourette's now that you mention it. <laughs> I tell you, if you give him a few beer, he definitely has Tourette's. Oh, yeah, yeah. Well, don't we all, though? There was one time when no, we were having drinks no. and he was out with a friend of us and the guy didn't really know him that well. He's a neighbor of a, a friend of ours and Chris was calling him a cracker and it was hilarious. The guy was crying laughing. He was saying, he's saying, because when Chris gets angry, he often, he, he goes to the stereotypical indigenous guy and he would often say that if I drink hard liquor like whiskey or something, I got to go to my car and get out my hatchet. <laughs> or that's what he was saying. And this guy was there, didn't understand what was going on, really. And he was standing there. And Chris said, don't worry. Don't worry, Clinch. Uh, I'll go get my hatchet. But I'm not going to go after you. You're, you're a good cracker. <laughs> it was awesome. one of the greatest nights ever. It was one of the greatest nights ever. I actually cried so much, I think I was dehydrated. <laughs> Chris Tablet on fire. Last time I was in Regina, I went out for a drink with Chris and his wife, his new wife, and yeah. Shingus was there and another friend was there. I was in for the Western final. And at one point, right. at one point, uh, what's his wife's name? Crystal, I think? No, it's, it's Sandy. Sandy, yeah. Sorry, Sandy. 
Uh, there's only four names in Regina for women, so. What are the four? <laughs> right. Crystal, Chris- Sandy. Crystal, Sandy, Michelle. Michelle. And, uh, and, and, there's only, and there's only four 80s haircuts. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah, exactly right. The, uh, so, and at one point they're looking at the menu and she goes, she asked Chris and she's like, what's a caper? And he goes, I don't fucking know. Keem probably knows. Ask him. So she goes, what's a caper? I go, that's eh, like a little bud. It's pickled. I kind of put them on salads and stuff like that. It's really good. And she's like, is it seafood? And I'm like, no, it's not seafood. It's like a, it's like a little bud. And the look they gave me because I knew it's like I offended them. You work in a, you work in a restaurant. Yeah, it's like to? it's like fucking Keem's too good for us because he knows what a caper is. So I I often, as you know, I actually bugged this tablet. But there's one time we were out again having drinks, and he was sitting there. It'd been a while since he had had a haircut. And Chris's hair doesn't oh, grow yeah. out like it doesn't grow out like crusty. It grows tall. Yeah. It grows high. <laughs> he starts to look like he's got like some kind of elevator inside his hair, and he just keeps growing up and up. And so I said, "What are you getting a haircut, Chris? Man, it looks crazy." He's like, "What are you talking about?" I said, "You look like you." I said, "You look like you got a beehive haircut there." <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, "What? I don't have no beehive." And he's getting all offended. He just, he doesn't, and he's getting mad at me. And, he, and Chris is sad. He's saying, don't listen to him. He's just trying to bug you. And of course, <laughs> I'm trying to bug you. But I hope to know he'll never let that go. So while he's doing that, he leans over to Sandy while I've changed conversation. I hear him say to Sandy, Sandy, what's a beehive? <laughs> and, and do I have one? <laughs> so he was immediately offended by what I said to him, even though he didn't know what exactly I was saying. That's just Chris's life. Did, did, did he, did he right feel there. better after she explained what it was to him? Yeah, or? yeah, sort of. But he actually, the next time I saw him, he went and got a haircut. So I could control him with my words. He posted his new haircut on Facebook and he's like, just got to. I know. He always gets a flat top. He has had the same haircut for 40 years. <laughs> I know. I know. He goes to the same barber too. <laughs> How can that barber <laughs> still be the same barber? He, just sit, he sits down in the chair and he goes, high and tight. Let's go high and tight. High and tight. <laughs> that's, that's awesome so what's new with you how, how how have you been surviving the pandemic has it affected uh, I've been working, you know I, i'll be working from home you know and that's about it uh, you know it's what a, just painful what the fuck was that thing i saw one day where i was looking at was it facebook or something like that and all of a sudden i see you that's being facebook live yeah 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 that's what it was facebook live and you're on there and either, I, either I was moderating oh is that I'm what you were doing w- moderating webinars oh it's my, new, it's my side game. so i see f- with like he's either got a gigantic head or the tiniest set of headphones oh, no so, i've got a gigantic head that that it houses my gigantic brain oh there you go that. yeah that's why i have gigantic pants right same idea you know that's exactly this this all comes this all comes from uh the uh, third rock from the sun the big giant head <laughs> yeah so i see i like i think i see f- with this tiny little set of headphones on. So I sit and I watch these like, they were young, right? Like young people. I actually don't remember talking and I'm starting to think I've imagined it. And of course I start like messaging when Kevin, I'm like, I just saw on on the computer and I don't know what's going on. And then I start feeling like an I just asshole. Saw, I just saw someone on the internet. Yeah, I started to feel like an idiot because I'm like, oh my God, I fucking imagined this. I don't even know what I'm looking at. And then he appears on again and I was filled with joy. <laughs> but uh, are you working from home now or? Because I believe yeah. you are an implement sales manager at one of Saskatchewan's third largest implement dealers, right? Sure. Yeah. What are you implementing? I, you, implements. Could, you could call it that. What's an implement? 
Really? <laughs> it's it's something a farmer would drive behind a tractor to uh, oh, okay. service his fields. Okay, Farm okay. implements. COVID has really put a dent in my other profession, which is male prostitution. Oh, I, I bet. Are you still actually yeah, blowing? Are you actually yeah. still blowing guys? Or are you? do you have guys working under you now? Well, you can't do that now because of this, this disease, right? It doesn't work anymore. I don't think there's any. I have guys working under you. I just caught that now. <laughs> I'm having a stroke, Dave. <laughs> Yeah, it's, it's got to be tough to be a male prostitute in, in 2021. It really is. Well, where's where's my bailout? But when was it good? How many guys <laughs> are, how many guys have patted themselves on the back and said, I've really made a lot of good decisions while they're blowing some 70-year-old guy? <laughs> you, have to be, you have to be selective. <laughs> yeah. I guess you know you're doing well when, yeah, you could turn down the 70-year-old guys and be like, I got a guy for you. Jen, jump into the conversation anytime. I, there's really no opportunity to. You guys just keep on. <laughs> yeah, Jen. <laughs> keep on representing. You doesn't even want to talk about it. It's like, this is disgusting. I feel like you guys are just really representing uh, what Saskatchewan. I was... Saskatchewan. Yeah, exactly. Jen, this is what's... Jen's actually... Jen tells people she's from Saskatchewan. I'm not from Saskatchewan. I have family really? who lives there. Jen, you have said, when I talk about being from Saskatchewan, you're like, I used to live in Saskatchewan. Yeah, but I'm not from there. Oh, wow. She has she has Saskatchewan envy. Yeah. Well, I have family that lives there, and they're all wonderful people. That. There's lots of people that do. That's the crazy thing. You're not thing. alone, Jen. You're not alone. I, I have, think there's a support group out there for you. I'll be honest. I have Saskatchewan envy now. I mean, after it's been over 20 years since I moved to Alberta, and Alberta sure isn't Alberta anymore. So I mean, now it's, it's still like, Alberta. Change, it? Yeah, it's crazy. It used to be like you well, know, you, I, I used to live there with the early 2000s. It yeah. was uh, it was a party all the time. Yeah, you lived in Edmonton. Why did you leave Edmonton? You know what? I left there because where I was working was extremely dysfunctional, beyond anything you could have possibly imagined. I had a I had a boss that was bizarre. Like he used to want to, uh, you know, said he wanted input on everything that was going on, and in the middle middle of the meeting, he would make everybody cry, and then they would all start crying and yelling, and then he'd run out of his office, go into his computer. And he'd send out like an edict, basically saying exactly what he wanted to do in the first place. Sounds that like was David. That's awkward. That's there. me, a hundred percent. That sounds like David. Is that you? Is that you, Dave? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I don't call it an edict. <laughs> I may you call. Don't it... like to use the, you don't like to use the word dick. Oh no, I like to use the word dick. <laughs> uh, no, I'll call it like an order, or sometimes I'll finish emails with or else. <laughs> I like to use the word edict. Not used enough. Edict. Edict? Yeah. Maybe I'll try it. This is yeah. my new edict. No, I don't think you should try it. You know, I did something yesterday, which is one of the classic things I do. I don't know if I copied you on it, Jen. No. I will see another uh, hotel or another place do something, and I'll get so mad that even nobody at my hotel did it. I will send an angry email out saying, if I fucking catch any of you guys doing this. I sent one of that yesterday, and as I was driving home, I'm like... You're proactively angry. Yeah, I'm like proactive. I'm angry because of other people that don't even have anything to do with me yeah. did something wrong. Other people have disappointed you that don't actually have anything to do with you. Yeah, and it's probably a good yeah. thing for my hotel because I can see like, hey, at least we're not like those double tree assholes, right? Like, <laughs> but we're not naming names. Yeah. Well, there's a couple double trees. <laughs> That's true. Does Jen, does Jen work for you, Dave? No. Uh, no, we work beside each other. Uh, and you force her to do a podcast. Uh, no, it's weird. We uh, Well, the podcast has nothing to do with our work. We She was one of the first guests, and she literally has just never left. Yeah, I don't take hints easily. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I remember Chris had this girlfriend when we lived together, and she was the same way too. She just wouldn't leave? Yeah, she just would never yeah. leave. Every time I'd come home, she'd be there and stuff until they broke up, so... 
Well, at least there was an end. And then she left for good. Yeah. Yeah, and then she left for good. And I don't know when Chris noticed, but actually, how long did you guys live? To, you lived together for quite a while, didn't you? Chris and I lived together from when I moved out of my house when I was seventeen until I moved to Alberta when I was how old would I have been? When I was twenty-seven. So we lived together for wow. ten years. After I got married, he lived with me. Wow. Yeah. I, was, I, he, was he as talkative as he is today? Uh, no. Uh, he would just sort of sit downstairs and jerk off and smoke and. Uh, <laughs> I'm not sure. I'm not sure which one bothered Megan more. My wife at the time, her family right. was good friends with Chris's family, so we were all kind of, you know, we all knew each other well. I know it's handy. I mean, if there's one thing that's ideal, it's having your buddy live in your basement. Is it? You're supposed to say yeah. when, it, when you said it was handy, no pun intended. Yeah, yeah. What's ideal yeah. about it? And it was funny because Chris and I actually wouldn't really hang out that much, and uh, we would sort of keep our own space and stuff like that. But it was never like awkward, like, and it was always fun. And and there would be times where you know, if you wanted to hang out with your buddy, you go hang out with your buddy. He's right I there. Guess. I guess. Yeah. yeah, it's, it's, I, uh, and I think he might have even, I don't even know when he left that place. Like, I don't know if he moved out after I did or before. I can't remember. That'd be a good question to ask him. Yeah. No, we did. Are you calling, are you calling him? No, I don't have his number. Yeah. <laughs> Chris, Chris didn't volunteer for this. I know he wouldn't because he doesn't, he very like, doesn't much like to talk. Yeah. I, he, used, I know a time, I knew a time back in the thing. I gave him his first cell phone. And I gave him like a Nokia that I had from work and it was one of those. It's probably it still a regular, his cell phone. Yeah. No, actually he did change it, but it was a flip phone. And he used <laughs> to, he'd say, oh, this texting is stupid. And then it, then all of a sudden he would be, he would be using it. He had to hit like the keys three times to get from JKL and do like one, one, two, two, four, four, five. And he'd be typing this stuff. He'd be sitting at a pub and he'd be just typing away like this at this painful pace. And that's what he would be doing. But he used to say it was stupid. He'd never catch me dead doing that. Now the guy doesn't even talk anymore. He texts all the time. Well, he never used uh, to talk that much unless he was drinking. He, he became obsessed with the phone. And I used to, and this little phone, it had a little red light that would blink. So if I was like, I knew he was going, he, he'd go to bed or whatever. And I knew like, it, like I would go to, if I'd get up at like midnight or something, go to the bathroom. I would send him a text just like loser. And I knew that <laughs> little light would flash. <laughs> sure enough, I'd get a text back to you, fucking asshole. <laughs> because he saw the light, he had to go check. Someone texted me. I'm going to get up and look. But I, I knew he was going to get up and respond because if he'd see the light flashing, He'd have to go and answer it. Huh. It was like an experiment, but it was working. It worked every time. He was conditioned. He'd be mad at me all the time. So, are you are you single or I don't even know? Are you married? Are you because you're? No, I, well, we're still living together. Me and Crystal. Yeah, I was gonna say your partner's name is Crystal. <laughs> That's right. I got divorced. I, I'm aware of that. Legally separated. Yeah, legally separated. I'm not divorced. Yeah. But thanks for asking. (laughs) Yeah, actually, we we and now we have no plans on getting divorced for a little while because our daughter is now seventeen, and our daughter was like Jesus; she was like twelve or thirteen when we separated. That's crazy. And then there's this in Alberta. There's this course you have to take to get divorced. And Megan and I are still we're on pretty good terms. And you're too lazy to take the course. Yeah, we don't want to take the course. Well, especially Megan. Megan's like like, I'm not doing it, so figure it figure it out. So now we're just going to wait until she's 18. They can't force you to take a course to get divorced. Yeah, you do. You have to take a parenting through separation course or they won't grant you a divorce. So we're like, fine, we just won't get divorced. (laughs) So this is communist China here? What's going on? (laughs) Can't do your own thing or what? It's hard to tell the difference between Alberta and communist China. I think Uh, it is, actually. If if they make you take a course to get divorced. Do you, you, living in Saskatchewan, do you see what's happening in Alberta often? Like, does our news hit your news at all? Uh, well, you know, I do pay some attention because I was, I was, I did live in Edmonton for a while. Oh, I've got some friends there. 
Like how? Yeah, I did. Well, how much respect does the rest of the world, especially people in Saskatchewan and places like that, have for people in Alberta now? Any? Well, why would we disrespect you? I mean, we're basically in the same boat as you. No, last week our premier, despite the fact that there's this pandemic, despite the fact that our all of our industries are struggling, despite the fact that everything that could be going wrong is going wrong, he his cause, uh, Celebra, was trying to take down the Bigfoot family on Netflix. And, like, that's not even a joke. <laughs> like, they discussed it in the legislature. Like, even I've never the, seen that. Oh, yeah. It's just like you, we wake up every day, and it's like you don't want to look at Twitter, you don't want to look at the news, you don't want to see what's going on because it's just more humiliating and then you look at to see what's going on in saskatchewan and it's like the cfl and the xfl are getting together and now everybody's angry (laughs) yeah scott mo seems to have his shit together i have to say he's made some dumb moves but uh in general i think people see him in a fairly good light here scott mo Um, looks like the kind of guy you could go hang out with but you could also yeah, make him buy is, all the beer. Yeah, he seems like that. He does seem like that. He wants to be your friend. He's yeah. going to try hard. Hey, to Scott, that, can hey? you get us another pizza and another round? Thanks. I yeah, need, not, that, not, not that domestic beer, Scott. Get us a premium. Yeah. Stuff, eh? And he'd be like, oh, good thing I brought the credit card. And then he'd go off that's again. Right. Yeah, that's right. Before you go, I want to, because we're, we're uh, this goes fast. but It does. It does. Uh, the uh, When we do these little mini podcasts, they're, they're quick. What do you think about the CFL and XFL? I'll tell you this, that I don't think it, here's my, here's my belief. And this is what I believe is happening in the CFL. I think things are far worse than what people know and what they're letting on. Okay. I think there's a severely severe money issues in the CFL. And you now outside of outside of Ryderville, obviously, the riders have cash and they'll probably they could probably string it together. And there's a few other teams in the league that probably could as well. Maybe Edmonton, maybe Winnipeg. Those places can. But I think the vast majority of teams in this league are in deep, deep problems with money problems. And they're going to either fold or something's going to happen if they can't put on a full season with fans in the stands. Yeah. So I think this I think this thing was this is a shotgun wedding. I don't think this XFL, CFL thing was something they honestly really wanted to do, but they felt like they had no choice. And so because the whether you like the XFL or not, they have some very rich backers. And they've got the rock for promo and these guys know their social media. They know how to they know how to attract these uh, what do you call millennials and younger guys even yeah. than that. And they know how to get these guys interested in football even though they don't they don't have a track record like the cfl does but these guys have this new age communication down and the cfl needs it they need their money and so yes i think something's going to happen there and i don't think people are going to have to start crying about three down football because uh, it may go the way of the dodo here if they get oh, that would, see that would kill gonna, me if that happened i, I know be... but you know here's the here's this here's my theory and this is i i don't know whether people like this or not but this is my theory I think they should go into a hybrid league. And I think it should be like in baseball, where you have the National League and the American League. Play in a National League park, you play National League grills. Play in American League park, you play American League grills. Could you imagine a football league where if they had the same number of teams on both sides of the border and that the American football, the XFL teams come here, they play Canadian football when they're down here in Saskatchewan. So if Saskatchewan goes down there, they play NFL or the whatever, the four-down league, play that kind of American football down there. Wouldn't that work? Yeah, I think it would. Be, I think that would. But I don't think you could have a CFL team play like nine Canadian games and nine American games. I think if you played like, so an 18-game season, if you played like an exhibition game in the U.S. and then you played maybe two other games with the other rules yeah. and then they did that. And so, you know, in Canada, we could see, you know, an American team and stuff like that. But I think the other thing is you're not going to be able to have a Canadian rule like the Canadian content rule, like when no, we, I, I don't think it, I don't think it's workable. I'm just saying that would be my yeah, that'd be okay. And league. the other the other thing that I think but, would be cool is like way back in the day, you know, there used to be uh, two game series in the CFL. So you'd play one week and then you play the next week. 
and it would be the combined total. I think the CFL, like it would be awesome if the Grey Cup was uh, the same kind of thing, right? Or or some kind, like something, a tournament or something. I think there's a lot they could do with it, but I hope they did, don't just go and take away all the things that make the Canadian game the Canadian game and then well, expect us to still cheer for it. There's a lot of people here in Saskatchewan that don't want them to do this. They want to walk away from this. But as I said, I, I don't think this was something they went after uh, for uh, just to enhance the league. I think they're trying to save the league here. I really do. That's my belief. So I think you have to either work with it or the consequences are that you lose, you're going to lose some teams. Yeah, because I think there's three and, solid and the teams CFL in the CFL. Can't, yeah, and the Winnipeg, CFL can't afford to do that. Yeah, I think Winnipeg, Saskatchewan, and Edmonton can withstand anything. Yeah. But how how much fun is it going to be to have a season where it's Winnipeg, Saskatchewan, and Edmonton? It wouldn't be. <laughs> no, that's no. not going to work. Totally agree. I never even got a chance to tell you my first, my first job I ever had, Canadian Tire North. The first week I worked there, I got to tell you this story. Yeah, tell it. So this is this is this is one of the best stories ever, and it, uh, it never fails to uh, lighten up a room. Um, <laughs> anyway, so like first week I was 16 years old. I started working at Canadian Tire North, and you know where that is. Yeah, of course. And um, north. back in the day, they used to have the audio visual area right at the front of the store, right? And it was like the TVs, the old style TVs, right at the front, right in front of customer service. And Canadian so Tire. Holy shit! Sure, I don't even I, remember Canadian, Canadian Tire, Tire having, having TVs. TVs. Yeah, they did. They did. And so it was, I was working in hardware. And so we, it was the end of the shift, sec, my second shift. And I get this, I get a phone call at the hardware desk. I pick it up. And the lady at customer service goes, we need someone from, we need a cleanup from someone in hardware to come to the front, the AV, the AV area. And I'm like, okay, I, I don't know. What am I supposed to do? Just come to the front. <laughs> and I'm like, okay. So I'm walking and I'm walking and my, the guy that works with me, he's walking beside me. He'd been there a long time and he was like asking me how things went and whatever. And as we approach the front, there's a guy standing there. <laughs> and it was kind of like, it was March. Because it's now about now, early, maybe late February, she's wearing a tube. And he had these pants on and they were kind of like, they, they, they were short on him. And <laughs> we were walking toward him. And as I'm walking toward him, I could see him kind of grimacing a little bit. And he's standing there. And all of a sudden, from the bottom of his leg, and this is no word of a lie, it looked like a lava flow of shit coming out of the lake. You see the Hawaii volcanoes. That's what it looked like coming out of this country. And I turn over to my friend Daryl, and he's gone. He's taken off down and off. And I'm standing there, and this guy's got lava coming out of his pad all over the floor. And I was like, I'm out. I like, I'm not doing this. I get paid six dollars an hour. I'm out. <laughs> You'll, you'll, what was, the, what was the guy's problem? Why was he shitting on the floor? <laughs> that's why I could never, ever buy a TV from Canadian Tire. <laughs> well, that and they don't sell them. Yeah, that's why they stopped. <laughs> yeah. They stopped selling them because people were shitting there watching them. Yeah. I don't know. It was the worst thing ever, but I've never seen, like, normally when you see poop coming out of someone, I would think it would be pieces of it. I'd see, but but like there was so much flow. opportunity there, but that would have been so long ago. <laughs> there was no social media, but then you could, like, take a picture and on Instagram, like, our prices are so good, I you'll felt, shit yourself. Hey, I, felt, I, felt, I felt bad for the guy. Yeah. I know the shit in the You did not feel it. bad for the guy. You look <laughs> back over the years and you feel bad <laughs> no. for the guy when the when the shit is flowing out of his pants yeah. and they're like, hey, go grab a shovel. You're like, fuck well, you. Yeah. While, they, while they were taking him out, he kept on yelling, I've given you a story you'll tell forever. <laughs> <laughs> well, that was true. I yeah. will live on in infamy. <laughs> that's right. That's right. Too bad you couldn't get that's his right, name yeah. or a picture with him. Yeah, it would be wonderful. I tell you, the whole thing is riveted to my brain, though. It never goes away, the details of it. And, and I was thinking to myself, and for $6 an hour, I was not willing to do that. <laughs> I was willing to be fired for that. And the good and the happy part of it is him and Tamlin are still friends. <laughs> That's right. That's right. 
Okay. And I, the best part, the, the the other part is, I I never knew who actually cleaned that up. Well, I never seen did. Anything. Did you continue to work there? Like they just be like, yeah, I, don't I did, I did, I just I totally ignored that it was happening, and I walked away. Oof. Oh my god! Well, that's not written in the job description anywhere, you know. <laughs> my, my, no, it's it's not. My girlfriend works in endoscopy, so all day they shove enormous probes Oof. up people's asses. She is wallowing in shit all day. That's not all she does. Well, you know, she... you know, if you ever if you ever meet a proctologist at a party, you just park yourself right there <laughs> and just listen to the stories. And they always get the same way. It's like couldn't believe it, uh, I could shove it up there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they always, they always have to make there's, the point. It goes in further yeah. than you think it will. There's a, yeah, this uh, my crystal, uh, my girlfriend, her nephew is a doctor in in, in Winnipeg, and uh, he where he did a round in the emergency room, and uh, there's some dude who like um, had a bunch of frozen wieners breaked off inside his rectum. Oh my god! And, I, think thought, I, could poop and then I thought to myself, I thought to myself, you were treating Dave Keith in Winnipeg. <laughs> <laughs> That's how I eat my wieners. If you know if you know how to do it, you can absorb them. Yeah, you know, and also too, like I don't know if you know if you heard about this before, but uh, if you go to China now, the, the the preferred method for testing for COVID is anal swabs. Oh, have you seen any of the videos? No, I did actually. Oh, there's yeah. a fucking they're couple actually, of videos. They're actually, classic. Well, and they're saying too that you know they really want to get the best anal swab: thirty grit sandpaper. That's what they're using. <laughs> <laughs> they need to get they need to get a little bit of scratchiness. Like they need to get a little bit of blood coming in there. I had this I had this Chinese guy giving me an anal swab just a little while ago because I had a cough and a runny nose, and I didn't want to stand in line at the the place here in Edmonton to get it. Uh, the, I don't know one hundred percent sure what he was doing or what tool he was using, but the the weird part was he had both his hands on my shoulders. There's another. Just one more thing. This is not bringing up Goose in Ottawa. This is a great cup, one of the drunkest great cups ever. Goose was in a bar and he, was, he said everybody was an engineer. And people were, start, for some reason, they were talking about lubricant and, uh, and talking about anal sex. And Goose stood up in front of people he didn't know and said, You know, like in terms of viscosity, blood is a pretty good lubricant. <laughs> <laughs> you want to shut down a room? You want to shut down the room? <laughs> All right, I'm, I'm out of here. I'm at the last factory. I'm at the last factory tomorrow night. See you later. He must have wanted to go. <laughs> I don't know, man. In terms of viscosity. How can I get us out of this place? <laughs> it just sounded like he it sounded like he'd used that as a lubricant before. <laughs> well, not inten- not intentionally, but <laughs> not intentionally, but it just happened. It's you know, that's how you that's how you think they're discovered. It's your it's body it's your body's way of self correcting <laughs> problems. That's right. I had a barbecue brush up my ass, and now suddenly I can flip everything through there. <laughs> That's why the frozen wieners are broken off into little bits. I never cosplayed anymore because now I know I make my ass bleed. It just comes out so easy, much easier. Alrighty, Jen's about to punch me. I think you should see the look she's giving me. <laughs> On that note, <laughs> we got to do a full hour of ass humor. Oh yeah, we do. Actually, that's what we'll do. We'll do. We'll we'll do Ben Wade the ass edition. The ass edition. That's exactly yeah, the ass man. Well, it just it, it tells it tells Jen. It's just in we're doing it. We're we're, we're shining a light on Freudian Freudian. I I talked psychology. Jen, I talked Jen into anal once, not with me, obviously, but I talked her into anal once. And in and in an elevator we were in, she texted her husband like out of the blue. It was like, "Do you want to try anal?" And his reply is like, "No." <laughs> It was an awkward elevator ride. <laughs> My lord, and this woman has trouble with our conversation that we're having. Yeah, I know. Holy crap, man, we got to go. 
We're, we're way over time because I have to it's edit China. this. All right. Okay, have it's a pleasure guys. talking to you. Yeah, well, I want to do an hour with you at some point. Keep working okay, on your you material. <laughs> hey, I got so much, man. <laughs> okay, take it easy, man. I got too much going on. It was good talking to you. Good talking to you, Dave. Take care. You too. Take care, Jen. See you. If Bye. you need any ass jokes, if you need any ass jokes, text me. We will. We will. Don't wait. All right. See you. Take it easy, man. <laughs> Bye. Thanks for keeping it loose with us. Please like and subscribe to our podcast. Check out new episodes weekly and read our blog on looseandconversational.com. Finally, like and follow us on Facebook. I would love to have something from you in my inbox.